0: FMR 101.3 Being Green is brought to you by Galinda Moser of REMAX. REMAX, above the crowd.
1: Amid the shock horror reports of the new peak, practically worldwide, in COVID 19 infections and the inevitable death score the United Nations kept the flag flying on climate change action in their virtual top-level meeting, Climate Ambition Summit. Attended by 71 governments, the summit heard UN Secretary-General Antonio Guterres giving it to us straight from the shoulder. Since the Paris Agreement of 2015, progress has been patchy at best, and it's not good enough.
2: Five years after Paris, we are still not going in the right direction. Paris promised to limit temperature rise to as close to 1.5 degrees as possible. But the commitments made in Paris were far from enough to get there, and even those commitments are not being met. Carbon dioxide levels are at record highs. Today we are 1.2 degrees hotter than before the Industrial Revolution. If we don't change course, we may be headed for a catastrophic temperature rise of more than 3 degrees this century. Can anybody still deny that we are facing a dramatic emergency? That is why today I call on all leaders worldwide to declare a state of climate emergency in their countries until carbon neutrality is reached. Some 38 countries have already done so, recognizing the urgency and the stakes. I urge all others to follow. Dear friends, we are not doomed to fail. The recovery from COVID-19 presents an opportunity to set our economies and societies on a green path in line with the 2030 agenda for sustainable development. But that is not yet happening. So far, the members of the G20 are spending 50% more in their stimulus and rescue packages on sectors linked to fossil fuel production and consumption than on low-carbon energy. And this is unacceptable.
1: Antonio Guterres, not very happy with the current state of play in the climate emergency. Of course, he understands that all resources must be devoted to the COVID-19 rescue and stimulation, as it's termed, but that doesn't alter the longer-term necessity of cutting our emissions and moving towards a net-zero outcome. Some countries, like China, have put numbers to it, and they hope to be there by 2060, and the UK has pledged to reduce emissions to below 1990 levels by the end of the decade. Prime Minister Boris Johnson was positive about technology being a powerful solution to the energy challenges, including wind and solar, and the arsenal of chemical and biological sciences. But he is conscious, I'm sure, of having to put on a good show for next year's COP16, hosted by the UK in Glasgow. What the status of the COVID-19 epidemic will be by then we won't know, although vaccination will have proceeded quite a bit. And so to the elephant in the room, the increasingly disunited states of America. But perhaps that's just being unfair. Almost there, President Biden has so much on his agenda. Addressing the climate emergency is just a small part of the brief, but it's vital. I'm sure better counsel will prevail, and we should see some direction from the states and a move towards rejoining the Paris Climate Accord. Does the response to the COVID-19 pandemic show up in a fall in CO2 emissions? You bet it does. A group of very authoritative researchers called the Global Carbon Project Team have found that the pandemic has driven the biggest annual fall in CO2 emissions since World War II. A lot of the decline is due to the huge reduction of traffic on the roads and the steep decline in aviation which has clawed back in the past few months but will probably stay below 40% of pre-COVID levels. After the 2009 economic crisis, the decline in CO2 was just half a billion tonnes, and after the end of World War II, about 1 billion tonnes. The figures? CO2 down overall by 2.4 billion tonnes in 2020. Enormous reduction, compared even to the 1 billion tonnes reduction after the mid-century war. But what is certain is that the climate emergency is top priority for policymakers, whatever the future post-COVID-19 scenario may be. China has seen a big jump in CO2 emissions after recovering quite rapidly from the coronavirus. But the Chinese have also promised to be net zero, carbon neutral, by the mid-century. We live in hope. From me, John Richards, thanks for listening. Check you again
0: next time. Being Green was brought to you by Galinda Moser of REMAX. Remax Above the Crowd A global challenge to environmentalists is to make all people aware of how their behavior impacts on the earth's natural resources how we tread as individuals corporates and government affects the circle of life Galinda Moser of Remax Living is committed to the health and well-being of your family this starts with your home and ends with your planet that's why Galinda is the proud sponsor of Being Green on Fine Music Radio for now and future generations Remax Above the Crowd F-